Hello and welcome to It's Gia, Life and Friends, a podcast where I, Gia, talk about life with my friends. This week, I'm joined by my longtime bestie, Jackie, who returns to the pod to chat through friendship with me. We had a lot to say, and so this is part one of our discussion. In this episode, we talk about how we met, our first impressions of each other, how we were taught to value and see friendships, and discuss what happens when a friendship isn't easy. We also spill the tea on our biggest fight ever that nearly ended our friendship. So without further ado, here's Jackie. If you feel natural. <laughs> Every time I see this mic, I you suddenly, remember, like, I and suddenly you're like, like, I'm like, oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> I don't know how to make friends. Me knew. Today, I'm joined by one of my closest friends, someone who is not new to the podcast. Please introduce yourself. What's up? <laughs> hey guys, it's... Jackie, um, known from the Amanda story. Ah, <laughs> yes, known for the Amanda story. So many people have come up to me and just like out of context, like the first thing that they say when I see them is, it's nice to be Amanda, hey? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, like, realized. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's something that you've enjoyed recently and you would recommend it to other people? I've been meaning to read. <laughs> This book <laughs> called Conversations with Friends, because I hear it's a really good book, but I haven't actually read it. But I read a book by the same author called oh. Normal People. Normal People? Normal People. <laughs> and that was, that was pretty good. It's basically like a very slice of life. I know lots of slice of life, right? But slice of life kind of book. Um, and it basically talks about this guy and girl and their love story and kind of things they said but also things they didn't say which oh yeah it's like fiction it's fiction it's okay. set in dublin <laughs> i believe if it's wrong then you clearly <laughs> yeah someone can correct read. me if it's wrong i yeah, it's been a while <laughs> cool thanks for agreeing to be a guest for this episode i thought that it would be the most appropriate to get you along this week given that you are one of my closest and oldest friends. How long have we been friends for? 2007. February. <laughs> I'm just making this up. January 28th. Oh, I reckon that would be pretty I, accurate. I, <laughs> sometime in, from late January 2007. Till now. So what's that? Like 13, almost 14 years. And that would have been... Yeah, high school, at the start of high school. Yes. That's where we met. Yes, actually, I remember the first time I met you because we were in the auditorium for, like, orientation or something. The first gonna, day of high yeah, school. Yeah, the first day of high school, and they're going to put us into houses. And I remember seeing, like, I was, I think we had our parents with us at the time. So my mom was with me. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember seeing this, like, big, tall Asian girl, and I was like, whoa i've never seen an asian girl so tall i know it's funny that i say this but like yeah that was my first impression of you and i thought you were in like year, te- year 10 at the time <laughs> i was pretty tall yeah and then... you were taller than me at the time 
Yeah, which is weird to think. I don't actually remember thinking I was so tall. You were huge. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I stopped growing. I don't really remember much of you in year seven, except that you were really dark. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something else, but okay. Oh, I remember like thinking you were like, obviously new, pretty dark, very like innocent, but very quiet. So I didn't really know you that much in year seven, I don't think. Is that the same as what you think of me now? (laughs) (laughs) Dark, not quiet, not so innocent. Not so innocent. I'm still innocent. (laughs) Maybe jaded by life. (laughs) (sighs) I like literally just remembered in year seven when we had to play Chinese oh whispers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How many of my embarrassing stories? So Jackie like literally just moved to Australia from Hong Kong. And so maybe he didn't know the game called Chinese whispers. I can't believe this is going to end. <laughs> but it was so funny because we, we had to play Chinese whispers in a house in year seven. And Jackie and I were in the same house. But what happened was that... Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! <laughs> our, our tutor, or like the house person, was like, okay, let's play Chinese Whispers. And then chose Jackie to start. And like, coincidentally, the person next to Jackie who would, you know, come after Jackie was like our friend Annie, who's also like Chinese. So innocent Jackie, who did not grow up in Australia, then was like, okay... And whispered in Annie, that's our friend's ear, but she whispered in Chinese. Because <laughs> that's what she thought the game was. Yeah, it was really bad. And Annie was just like, you're supposed to say it in English. <laughs> <laughs> Although, could you imagine if it went... Can you not? I don't even <laughs> want to imagine. This is like one of the memories I just bury deep, deep down. <laughs> I'm just so embarrassed. <laughs> Oh, so funny. That really paints a picture of who you were in year seven. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've changed a lot since then. Yeah. When it comes to relationships, it's easy to find information on how we deal with family and how we navigate like dating, marriage and so on. But information on how we see, value and maintain friendships are harder to come by. People can also view friendships quite differently and perhaps their perception of friendships can also change over a lifetime with different value systems for friends and how much people will actually invest into their friendships. So how do you think we value friendships as a society? Hmm. I think friendships mostly come by as something that you share, that you have like a mutual connection with some, someone. So usually it's because of like a situation or a circumstance or just something that kind of puts you like two people in together and then somehow at the end of it, there's a friendship or you just ignore each other and choose to be like (laughs) strangers and acquaintances. Mm. That's usually how it goes. How do you think you have been taught to view friendships in terms of like valuing it? I don't exactly know. But I remember when I was younger, my mom would say that it's really important to make like good friends, like Mm. 
friends that are good influence on you, friends that, you know, are just good. And she would always say like, I really like, one thing I really hope is that you would really have good friends around you all the time, like, especially like growing up. She mm. didn't want me to like, you know, hang around with the wrong crowd and stuff. Yeah. And you often see that on like TV shows as well. When you see like teenagers, if they are in a bad crowd, they tend to, you know, kind of go with that. Or if they're in like, if you want to stereotype it, like nerdy crowd, the jocks, the cheerleaders, like that is often the people around you will like define who you are. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's something that like friendship is something that all of us want and naturally I don't know, people, most people want to be amongst lots of friends, mm. would you say? Yeah. Like, most people want to be popular, mm. right? Like, maybe maybe I'm just too extroverted, but, like, I feel like most people actually want to have lots of good friends around them who mm. know them well. So I think, like, that's something that I definitely feel like I value and actively chose, mm. especially when I was younger, late high school, uni. Mm. Mm. I think we also get a perception that we should have really good friends that will stick with us for life. Like I'm thinking like sisterhood of the traveling pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Friends that will span distances and like transitioning to like, they went from high school to uni Mm. and having like a core group of friends, friends is so, was so important to have. Hmm. Yeah, I think, like, in movies or, like, TV shows, like, having, like, a best friend or, like, Mm. a group of really tight-knit friends is something that, like, oh, if I can have that, that, like, makes my life great. Like, you know, like, even watching, Mm. like, TV shows, what was it? Jess was talking about, like, hospital playlists last week, and it's, like, having, like, a group of, like, five friends where they were friends from, like, uni days all all until they were, like, in their 40s and they, like, hang out all the time. Like, that's, like, the dream I feel like that people want. Mm. Like, wholesome, good friendships. Mm. but it's so interesting like we get taught that or like we get fed that a lot Mm. but nothing actually tells us how we actually work on friendships and how we maintain friendships because we get fed this perception that yeah good friends will stick with you through your life and your life stages but you know from life experience like that doesn't know like actually happen a lot of times Mm. friends kind of come and go sometimes or very circumstantial depending on where you are at that life stage or perhaps location wise even, but we're not really taught how to work on friendships, Mm. how to make the friendships go beyond where you're particularly at, at the moment. I think that also depends on the level of connection that you have, Mm. like back in school or whatever. Like I used to categorize friends in, into buckets of like people I would see during school and then like, friends that I would see during the holidays like Mm. and those you knew were like your real friends because you saw them and you hung out with them outside of the school context Mm. but I think like as you grow older it's kind of what makes a friendship last perhaps is the level of connection that is initially built so I think like if your friendship is deep enough I, I guess at a certain point then I think it can withstand time Mm. for longer and like the different kind of transitions and life stages that you were talking about before but if you kind of like you can talk well banter and you have a great time but it doesn't really hit that deep level Mm. it tends to kind of just stay within that realm or they're like oh this was my friend from uni or whatever Mm. but like it hasn't really like 
transcended to mm. the other areas of your life. Mm. How do you see your friendships and what role do your friendships play in your life? I think I'm someone who values friendship a lot. Like it's quite a big part of my life, I would say. Mm. Like I feel like I would drop a lot of things and do stuff for friends. I don't know, just <laughs> like, like say this is like what who's gonna listen to this and will think otherwise <laughs> yeah with <laughs> lots of caveats but <laughs> i think like yeah like i think having good and deep friendships is really important mm. to me and i think like it just makes life fun you know what i mean like mm. you're doing stuff together um you're kind of journeying with people um i, I feel like friends are also people that i can learn lots of stuff from mm. um yeah just like being friends with different types of people like you grow in different areas and you also see things differently so i think they also give you a good perspective on life and different situations like friends in different life stages mm. older younger etc when you actually journey with someone and be their friend it's not just like the easy stuff i think like in movies and like tv shows we only really see like the good picture mm. of like what friendship looks like. And it's very like, it seems really easy, but I think like as you grow older and something that I've realized is that it actually takes work to mm. put, like put in effort to maintain friendships. Um, especially if you don't see the other person as much. So for example, like, you know, if you are good friends with someone from you know high school or uni to actually maintain that level of friendship outside of that because you don't see them anymore is actually like more work. Mm. And I think it's something that like, I, I guess it need, it needs two people mm. to kind of put in that work as with like any relationship. Right. Um, but I think like the nature of friendship is that it's, I don't, I don't want to say like there's no, binding in the way that it's not like blood or like it's marriage but it's like there's nothing that really like you don't have to be friends with someone mm. you can just not be friends and not talk to them but like see them and still have like you know good comfort does that mean you're friends or does that mean you're not friends like what when you're talking about friendship what kind of friendship are you talking about like the constant kind or your friends but you don't talk very often but you know, when you do, you do have really great conversations, like different kinds of friendship. Mm. So how would you then classify different types of friendships that might exist? Are there different levels of friendship or like, do you internally kind of scale your friendships of, you know, the naturally people might be very close to you and then it kind of goes out from there? Yes, I think there are different types of friendships and different types of friends. But I think that's also a reaction, perhaps also to different personalities, mm. right? Because, you know, I might be like personality A, which gets along really well with personality B. And I get, you know, not really well with personality C, but it doesn't mean that you can't be equally as good friends with B and C, right? I think like when I was younger, I, I think I thought friendship was something that like, we have to always get along and we really need mm. to get along to be really good friends. Mm. But I think, like, as you're older, I think now I value a bit more, like, putting in effort. Mm. I think, like, if you put in more effort, that can 
bring up the compatibility level in terms of friendship like you might not you know have the same humor to begin with but actually like you talk more and you're like hey actually now I understand your humor and even though I don't find it like 110% funny I'm like 70% of the way there. like I'm with ya you know what I mean like you know what I'm saying kind of but then that makes me to question like how do you then decide which friendships that you're gonna work on because like yeah like you said you might really gel with someone and that's pretty easy and like to you know progress that friendship maybe like minimal effort you still have to put effort in but for another person like that might be harder to work on like how do you determine what is actually worth working on wow yeah another difficult (laughs) question um (laughs) i think to an extent it's obviously like what comes easier like will naturally Mm. you know you spend more time because it's easier yeah but i think like other things like if you've been friends for a really long time there Mm. are some parts maybe that maybe is not the peak of your friendship Mm. um but that doesn't mean like you give up like i think otherwise like if you fight with anyone then you're like oh suddenly (laughs) we're not friends like you know what i mean like i think there's an element of trying i don't i don't know this is a difficult question i think from my own experiences the friendships that kind of gradually like you hang out less or you contact less those kind of friendships tend to fade away more because of like it's not like you had a huge fight or anything Mm. but i think like the friendships where maybe you had fights and had disagreements but if you both try to work towards that those end up being... I'm not going to answer your question, but, like, that ends up Mm. being a better friend. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I think, like, sometimes when you do have disagreements and it is hard work on a friendship, like, that friendship is still, you know, worth fighting for in a sense. Like, obviously, you want that person still in your life, Mm. whether that is from, you know, from being a really old friend or growing up with them, Mm. or even if it's a newer friend, like, you value them and your relationship with them. Obviously, there's going to be cases where, you know... Yeah. Sometimes you just got to let go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, like, going back to that point, like, it kind of... And it, like, it didn't really answer your question because, like, thinking about when do you let go and mm. when do you not, that is a very fine line. Mm. I think perhaps letting go doesn't mean like completely cutting off, Mm. but it might just be a pause for now. Right. Because I think simultaneously the good and bad thing about like this contractless bindless Mm. kind of relationship is that you don't need to break up with someone, right? You don't need to break Mm. up with your friend. Like you can just be like, this is not our season of friendship right now. Like Mm. we're just not good friends because you know, our timetables don't line up or like, you know, just we don't see eye to eye in certain things, but that doesn't mean in like, two years time, five years time, Mm. you can't just, you know, pick up that friendship again and be like, hey, actually, now we're in like, I don't know, this sport activity or whatever it is together, we can continue to be friends. Mm. Like it's not, you don't have to hit like this certain quota to be like, yep, friends. And now, nope, we're not friends. It's just, you're just kind of there and you're just traveling. (laughs) It's more like a fluid thing rather than... And yeah, I think like you brought up a good point. Like there will be some times when, you know, for whatever reason, you will take that pause. 
and maybe however long it may take. Something might have happened with one or both of you, whether you're maturing or just seeing mm. different mm. perspectives. And so then you can reconcile if there's anything that you need to reconcile with. We mention a lot that friendships need work. And that's because as life changes, as you change, your friendships need to change with you. Otherwise, yep. it's going to be stagnant and you're going to move on from that friendship. Mm-hmm. How have your friendships changed as your life changes? Well, let's take you and me, for example, <laughs> since it's the easiest and I won't offend anybody. <laughs> you offend me. You're here, so it's okay. I can clarify. Um, I guess we'll talk about like our friendship then. Um, well, I guess it started off with situational friendship. You know, we were in the same tutor group together. We did maths together. We were in the same like Saturday sport team. Like every day I would see you, right? Mm. Um, and I think like the first change was probably when you started coming to church. Mm. Um, Cause that was when you moved from like, just being like my high school friend to, oh, like someone I invited to church, but actually like you stuck around. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, I think, like, that just, like, in my mind extended the longevity of the friendship. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. with high school, you're like, oh, I'm friends with them. Like, I'm still good friends, but I don't know how long, Mm-mm. like, yeah. you know, people always say you won't be really good friends with your high school friends, etc. Yeah. Even though some people still are. But, like, like us, for example. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, it's like in my mind, it kind of extended that time frame. Um, and then, I guess... We went to uni together and we literally had like <laughs> every single class together. And we scheduled like this at every single class we had together. <laughs> um, so we got to know each other like pretty well. Mm. Um, and I think like, yeah, I would say like, maybe this is controversial. That was like the peak of our friendship in terms yeah, of like, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> in terms agree. of like frequency and like time spent and like, you know, just like how often we hung out with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, peak does not mean like, it won't be good ever again. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. But like, that's just like in terms of time spent. Yeah. And I think like the second biggest change was when you started dating Eugene. Yeah. I think like that changed the nature of our friendship a lot because, you know, like you, you hung out with him a lot and like mm. that, that kind of time adjustment. Um, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. You know, I think that was when we had like our first like really big, big fight. fight. <laughs> Like, we had a really big... F- I, I do not remember what it was now. Like, it was like for five years ago. Four, six years now, maybe? I maybe? remember when we met to discuss it and when we reconciled. It was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. We had, At that point, we had not talked to each other for like three weeks or something. Like, literally not talked to each other. Yeah. But when other people were around... And it was really, like, strange. Yeah, but when other people were around, we pretended like nothing was yes, wrong. Yes! So I no- love how we both I feel like it's an Asian thing where it's like, if we fight, we can't let other people know we're fighting. Like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. face thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like we had, at that point we had not talked to each other, like by ourselves for like three weeks. Yeah. And then we met up to discuss Ekotosh. Yes, I remember. <laughs> this was like New Year's Eve and we were going to someone's house for like, yeah, like some church, like fireworks hang kind of thing. Yeah. And like, what happened? I just remembered... I was really like upset and angry and I just kept eating kurtosh. <laughs> and I like, it's really funny because when I think about it now, it says so much about how both of us deal with conflict <laughs> and also <at laughs> immaturity. At, well, for me, at least I look back on it now. I'm like, I was so dumb. 
Because I remember, like, I approached it being like, I'm so done with this. I'm like, I really don't. I'm like, I'm not going to give any more effort because, like, so, like, naturally for me, when I know someone's annoyed at me, I will get annoyed at them because they're annoyed at me because that is a very conceited thing that I do. And so I'm like, why is she mad at me? Like, I'm going to be mad at her. So I'm like, you know what? Stuff it. I'm just going to, like, not give a crap. But obviously... Like, we both approached that conversation in a very different way. Mm. And so that's why we also clashed when we Mm. had the conversation. Yeah. And I think from my point of view at that time, I was like... Like, I remember, like, during the three weeks of, like, our silence, I was like, you know what? Because we had previously had other fights as well. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm really done with this too. Like, you know, you think you're the only one who's done? Like, you know, I also can be done with this too. And I'm like, I'm going to step away from this friendship. Like, there's so much effort and, like, just isn't even worth it. And then, like, I just kept, mm. like, kept thinking on this thought, like, I need to, like, get away from this. And then I was like, but, like, I've known Gia for, like, so long. Yeah. And then I was like, somehow I was like, is this the right way to approach friendship? Mm. Like, I think that was the first time that I really thought more deeply about, like, the mm-hmm. concept and idea of friendship. Like, do you only stick with someone if you're on good terms and everything is good? Mm. And, you know... Or do you actually try and work through things and talk through things? And at that point, I remember I was like super unwilling and I was like, but I don't want to. Like, you know, it's so annoying. She's so annoying. What is she? <laughs> like, you know, I was like thinking all those things. And I was just like, I just, it's probably like the spirit or something. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I feel like, you know, we should be approaching friendship, you know, in the way that like God has called us to, right? I don't know. I just felt like I needed to talk it out and like keep persevering because it's like, Mm. if friendship is only like something that you have when you're at the the best and the peak and you can't even be friends with someone when they're like, maybe it was just like a moment of weakness or maybe Mm. it's like, you know, something that they're going through as well. Mm. Like try and think about it from their point of view. If you can't even do that, then like, are you even a good friend? Mm -mm. And I think at that point I was like, okay, maybe I can try and think about it more from the other person's point of view, which like prompted me to do the whole, let's chat about this on New Year's Eve though. Like maybe it was, I you know, like it's like the end of the year, you need to like, clear <laughs> out everything. But also we knew that we were going to see each other and hang out that night because of New Year's Eve. I think like in <laughs> hindsight, if that conversation didn't go well, it would have been so awkward on New Year's Eve. I would have like probably not gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it was like also at that point, it's not that, you know, this was a driving factor, but a factor is like, we were so embedded in, in each other's lives that, yeah. you know, if you let go of such a, like a close and old friendship, that's going to impact everything. Yeah. So it's like a bit scary that we yeah, were like yeah, yeah. on the borderline of being like, it's like you're too, in too deep. Yeah, literally. When you go long and you've like put your whole like life saving. It's like, this is all my eggs in one basket. I, I only had one friend. So. This is why you diversify people. <laughs> I always say it, finance 101. <laughs> Diversification of assets. Um, I, so I, I feel like I would say that was our turning point yep. in terms of like thinking about friendships. Um. Yeah, I don't really remember how we resolved it. I actually don't think we really resolved it. I remember it ended very badly because I said something that 
I shouldn't have said. <laughs> I remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I remember what you said. And like nowadays, if people say something like that, it still like triggers me in the back of my mind. What did I say? I remember what I kind of <laughs> said, but I want to hear what you. You, think. <laughs> you remember what you kind of said? Yeah. What? But I want to know what you remember. For everyone listening, this is literally the first time we've addressed this. Yes, since we have never talked. Two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you don't remember this? You were talking about like because you were like ready to give up on this friendship, right? Yeah. And you were talking about stuff, and like this is the only line that really like sticks with me was the whole when you said and that's all we have time for if you want to know what i said during our biggest fight tune in next week for part two where jackie and i discuss how friendships can adapt and evolve through different seasons of life how we deal with conflicts in friendships and how we do friendships as christians don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast Follow me on Instagram at itsjia.podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you could share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.